I see that this is live now. Yep. I understand how Google Hangouts work now. Uh, <laughs> so this is uh, this is a couple of dicks. It's been a couple of months, I think, yeah. like since our last episode. Since March, I think. Do you remember what number we're on? What number this would be? Have you looked? This is 32. 32. So it's taken us four years to get to 32 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and 22 of those 32 came in the first year. So. <laughs> yeah, you're consistent at one point. Yeah. I mean, with this, so to, to kind of recap, I think like 30-minute, 40-minute episodes just weekly, it's way easier to commit than uh, two hours like we were doing for a little while. That last one was an hour 50. Yeah, an hour and 50 is a little excessive. And also, I just heard my TV turn on. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, episode 31, 32, what did you say? <laughs> 32. 32. There's a couple in there that I don't acknowledge anymore, so 32. Um, all right, man. Uh, so, I guess the last time we talked, was it pre, it was pre-wedding, wasn't it? Yep. So for everyone that listens, uh, all two of you, not including us, uh, Zach got married. It was fire. It was legit. It was a Star Wars wedding, and it was incredible. Um, it was everything it, I wanted it to be and also more because I got to wear a dope outfit the whole time. I was in, like, a Chewbacca sweater for, like, at least an hour, Um and I'm pretty sure I, I lost like five to 10 pounds worth of sweat that night, just like sheer water weight. But it was, it was worth it. It was incredible. How are, uh, how are things? Are you guys, uh, Good. still together? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, is that one of the flags hanging in the background? It is. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I figured. Yeah, man. How have things been going? Just living life or what? Pretty much the same, yeah. Same shit, different day, I guess. Yep. Well, same shit, different list. We always start out with a top five, so we should just jump into it. Um, we decided to do 25 minutes ago, top movies, top films, top things that we viewed with our, our eyes uh, this year, 2018 exclusive. Um, to preface... I went through a, a list of uh, on Wikipedia of 2018 releases and realized that I've only seen about 10 movies this year that came out this year. Everything else has been before. I'm pretty sure my top five are the only five from this. <laughs> <laughs> and without giving away the, the list order, um, 30% of what I've actually seen this year, to my knowledge, are Marvel movies. So, <laughs> no. Yeah. So I guess Marvel Disney holding it down for us people that go to the theaters once every six months. Um, so yeah, episode 32, top five movies of 2018 thus far. We're a little over halfway. There's some dope stuff coming, but I'll let you start with your number five. Number five is Black Panther. Bam. So is mine. Um, I think that's where it deserve, <laughs> deserves to be. <laughs> um, out of... Assuming you've seen all the Marvel movies this year, I actually don't know whether you have or not. I haven't um, seen Ant Man. Which oh, you did? You didn't see Ant Man? No. Ooh, all right. Um, 
Black Panther is like, I don't want to say the weakest because I think you get called racist for saying that now, but um, it's like the one that I'm least interested in. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's uh, I saw it once in theaters, did not want to go back and see it again. And it's like out on Blu-ray and I just torrented it and I still haven't watched it again. I never saw it in theaters. Just got I got the 4K. So it, it was like cool in theaters. It was different, but it wasn't good. And it didn't help that I saw it with people that were like every like every joke, every character entrance, whatever. People were like, Yeah, Black Panther. Yeah. I'm like well, just 15 minutes into the movie, like <laughs> calm down, save some for the end, I guess. Um, so I think we probably feel the same way. It was good. I like Black Panther, I like everyone in it, but I just didn't care that much about it. Yeah. So that's five for both of us. That was easy. That never happens. Uh, what, what was your number four? <laughs> or is Incredibles 2. Was it better than the first one? Uh, I don't know. I'd say it's like on par. Was it worth the uh, like what was it like 10 year wait, seven year wait or something? 12 year wait? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think given the time gap, should it have been better? Or were you just like, were you happy with it? I didn't see it. I was happy with it. I don't know if I don't know what took him so long. It's kind of a, like an average story kind of. It's Pixar. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. They take a million years anyways, but it's like I wanted to see it and I wanted to see it, wanted to see it, and then I kind of just let it pass me by. Um, but as I was reviewing the movies for this year, I was like, oh, shit, like I still haven't seen Incredibles 2, but I also haven't seen Incredibles 1 since like maybe five years ago, so I, don't even, I really don't even remember. <laughs> um, it's a Blu-ray pickup for sure. It's not a, not a theater movie. Yeah. We saw it like one of the sit and eat movies, movie theaters. Yeah, dude. I mean, how often do animated movies come out? And then how often do animated movies come out that you actually want to see in theaters? I guess you might as well take advantage when you can. Like, uh, there's been a handful of like animated the last couple years and not a single one has gotten me to throw down the $35 to see a movie here. Not even Incredibles. It can't be that incredible. That's the end of the podcast. All right, bye. (laughs) Um, Incredibles is your number four. My number four is Ant-Man. You haven't seen it. I don't want to talk too much about it. Better than Black Panther. Better than Ant-Man 1. Um, And definitely, like, I'm super amped to see where it goes, especially with its correlation to Avengers um, and just the greater the greater Marvel Universe because at this point it plays a big part into what's going to happen but if you haven't seen that I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything that's why I keep hearing it's like ties in like, in a like way. 99% of the movie is just like not it's like standalone and in the last 10 minutes like the threads start to come together and you're like oh and then the movie ends <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, oh, fuck, I have to wait a year to find out what happens now. Um, so that's Ant-Man in a, in a nutshell. It's basically an oh, fuck, uh, wait a year and hope everyone's, you know, I hope things are going well. Yeah. 
Um, so what was your number three? Number three is Ready Player One. Okay. So I don't know if this is an unpopular or, or popular opinion, but I fucking hated that movie. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to love it, and I loved all of the references, but like the movie itself did not do it for me. I could see that. Like, I think it was the references that made me like it so much. That was it. Like, like I spent the majority of the movie not really caring about like the characters, but I was like nitpicking like every scene. I was like, oh fuck, that's the Delorean. Oh fuck, that's ET. Oh fuck, that's Alf. Like, like the whole movie was just me. Like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And then I got to the end. I got to like twenty minutes out, and I realized as they're wrapping the story up, I was like, I don't care about these people. I said, just show me a fucking T-Rex kicking through Pac-Man or something. Like, just give me something like that. Yeah. Um, the references were dope, though. <laughs> yeah, I love the whole shining part. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, when they were, like, for anyone that hasn't seen it, you're not missing a lot. But they, uh, yeah, they're, like, the group gets together and they're, they're like, hunting for the next clue or whatever. And it, like, becomes, like, Hotel Overlook, like, right off the And I was like, okay. That was fire. Yeah. Um, definitely like a better part of the movie. I just remember that was really, really killer. But then like the, like slowly the references got a little less interesting to me at the end. And then I just kind of like checked out, but I, I finished it to finish it, but I didn't love it. But what else are you going to do? It's literally a movie based on pop culture references. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, could have been better. Could have been worse. I think they're going to do, Ernest Klein's other book to Armada, which I don't know if it has as many pop culture references. I started to read it and just like didn't, <laughs> just didn't. I was like, I don't care. Um, Ready Player One. I thought about that being on my list because I had like my five and I was like, did I like it enough to like bump Black Panther off? The answer is no. <laughs> um, Ready Player One. My number three is Game Night. Did you see it? I haven't seen that yet. Dude, you're you are doing yourself a disservice by not seeing it. It's um the premise is really stupid, but the movie is fucking incredible. It's it's so good that we downloaded it and I watched it and I actually felt bad about not seeing it in theaters and giving them my money because it they totally deserved it. Um so can't recommend it enough. Game Night was was fucking incredible. The plot is totally incomprehensible, but the movie is so much fun. It's so funny. And people will show up like throughout the movie that you're not expecting. And it doesn't even matter saying that. Like you you physically cannot like expect them to come, like who they are, and it's incredible. Um super funny. Arguably I would say probably the funniest movie I've seen this year. Um, but it's only number three because there's other movies that were more important to me than, than Game Night. <laughs> um, what was your number two, man? It is Isle of Dogs. All right. <laughs> Did you like it more than Fantastic Mr. Fox? I think I like Fantastic Mr. Fox better. Do you place Isle of Dogs above any other Wes Anderson movies? I'd have to, like, look at all of them, but... No. I... So... Thinking about it, no. 
I didn't like it at all, which was I w- it was weird for me because I also didn't like Fantastic Mr. Fox. And I thought maybe it was the stop motion animation that, that turned me off. But Fantastic Mr. Fox, it is the stop motion animation, but the story is good. Isle of Dogs, I like, I was like really into it until about the halfway point. And then, um, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Isle of Dogs in the last six months, but Chief changes his tone so quickly in the middle of the movie from being like, I'm a loner, I'm a loner, I'm rabid, to like, he gets like the bath and all of a sudden he's like, I'm man's best friend. Yeah. The whole movie was him setting up this idea that he like, wasn't going to join the group and now he's like leading the group and like we should save everyone i just like it it just felt weird it didn't feel right and then after that i just couldn't get back into it (laughs) but visually incredible voice acting was i was amazing yeah um but if there's a if there's one wes anderson movie that i never ever ever want to see again dude it's that one and that sucks um Sidebar, though, not on the list. Did you hear about what his next one is supposed to be? I haven't yet. Um, I don't know if there's how much validity there is to it, but there was like a like a variety article that came out like a, like a couple weeks ago that said his next movie is supposed to be a post World War II French musical, which is like the weirdest things that you could mash up for. I mean, he does like a lot of like non traditional, non contemporary things, but it's like. All right, World War II, cool, ton of content. Post-World War II, all right, French, eh. And then, like, just to, like, to drop a musical in on top of that, I was like, dude, if Bill Murray's not singing in French over the front, like, the credits, like, I'm out, checked out. Um, but I have a feeling that, like, it will be better than I think it will be because there's not a lot of musicals that I enjoy. But the ones that I do, I do like them. But... I don't know about him doing a full music. I just seen yeah. I wanted him to do a a horror, I think, or he had talked about doing something that was like not Wes Anderson-y for himself. Like I think it was supposed to be a horror movie. That I would like to see. You know, just like a we- like like the Royal Tenenbaums meets uh like House of Wax. <laughs> like <laughs> But we'll see, man. He's he changed his mind at any time. Or he may decide to shelve it because everyone's like a musical. Like, I'm good. <laughs> um, but I'll see it either way. I yeah. might torrent it. I probably won't pay for it. <laughs> um, so number two was Isle of Dogs. My number two was was Deadpool. Um, have you seen it yet? No. My God. You know, I know you're busy, but you got to catch up at some point, man. <laughs> Um, probably pick it up soon. Well, just, yeah, it just came out like the, the like special cut, whatever. Um, I got to snag it. Saw it in theaters. Super funny. On par with the first one, but different. And it's cool because like now that there's going to, there's hundred percent going to be a third one. It, it makes a ton of money every time. The third one will presumably come after the merger is complete. Yeah. And so, Initially, he was only really allowed to, like, interact with, like, Colossus and um, Negasonic Warhead and, like, fucking, like, I don't, there's a person in this one that I can't talk about if you haven't seen it, but, like, these really small, like, third string 
X-Men characters right now that aren't big in the real X-Men franchise. But like after the merger, it's like it's like the Wild West. It literally could be anybody. Yeah. Um, and that's gonna be incredible because this one sets up like this whole idea that there's more going on big picture because it introduces cable. And it's weird that Josh Brolin is playing two Marvel characters at the same time now. Um, you know, whatever works. But yeah, incredible. 100% worth seeing. Worth picking up on, on Blu-ray or 4K or whatever. Um, all right. The top one. What was your number one for the year? I'm going to guess it's the same as yours, Infinity War. Avengers, of course. Always. Um I've seen Avengers more times than any other Marvel movie to date at this point in time. Um, I watched it twice within two days of each other. And then again on a plane to Colorado. And then again when I got back from Colorado. Um, plus twice in the theaters. Like I've, I'm in like double digits at this point from theaters to now. Yeah. So I've eked out like Winter Soldier by like a couple showings at this point. Um, tell me that movie wasn't incredible. <laughs> it was incredible. I devote, I'm not even kidding, I devote like 10 to 15 minutes of my day every day thinking about Avengers 4. <laughs> um, it's not even an exaggeration. I'll like wake up, I'll grab my phone, and I'm like, I wonder what's happening on the Marvel subreddit today. <laughs> and I like start scrolling and it's like, here's my theory. And the theories are crazy, dude. Um, I like can't help myself. I've been, I've read like every Marvel Avengers four theory on the face of the earth at this point, And they all sound right. Um, but there's like these really great theories about like who's dead, who's not dead. Um, what that means for everyone who's going to die in four. How does Captain Marvel join? How does Captain, like, where is Captain Marvel? Like all these things we can literally devote a whole podcast to it. I'm not going to do that to everyone. But Avengers was incredible, and it's so weird because after these next couple movies, it's going to be a totally clean slate with hundreds of new characters um, at their disposal, hundreds of new locations at their disposal, and likely, you know, it's pretty much guaranteed that some variation of Iron Man Cap Thor is going to be done. Yeah. Because um, they're all at the end of their contracts. They're all basically wrapping up. And all of them have said on multiple occasions that they are tired of having to be shredded 24-7 to be Captain America or, you know, Chris Hemsworth was like, after Thor 2, he's like, I never want to do this again. This movie sucked. And now Ragnarok, people love Thor more than they've ever loved him before. And now it's like, dude could cash in on like a $20 million paycheck just to show up in any other movie at this point as Thor. Yeah. So who says no to that? <laughs> But uh, yeah, Avengers was it guaranteed is going to be my movie of the year. Literally, it doesn't matter what comes out at the rest of the year. There could be like a surprise, um, a movie that you watch that fucking makes you a millionaire because it tells the future and you can play the lottery number. I don't know. Like literally will not, will not beat Avengers. Um, so if I die tomorrow, I've seen the best movie of the year. <laughs> but also I'd be really upset because then I wouldn't know how it ended. Unless ghosts are real, and then I'd come back and haunt somebody around May of next year. So, <laughs> let's see how, they, how that plays out. <laughs> um, and that's the top five for the first half of 2018. Based on what's coming out, I don't think it'll change much. 
Um, because there's a bunch of garbage coming with a few good movies peppered in. Yeah, I was looking at the list goes till the end of the year. I didn't see anything. It's like uh, Aquaman, which is I'm not sure about. Uh, Shazam, which I'm gonna watch, but I'm not sure about. Uh, dude, like I uh, like I can't. I actually can't think of any other movies that are coming out this year, but. I've seen some pretty terrible ones this year too. If we did a top five worst movies, all five of them would be the Tomb Raider adaptation. Um, started it. I got about 12 minutes into it and I'm pretty sure I felt my brain turn to mush and start to leak out of my ear. So I had to turn it off. Worse um, than the Angelina Jolie. It was, dude, at least with the Angelina Jolie ones, like I had like big old knockers like ripping around, like, this one it was weird, dude, and I wanted to watch it because I love Walton Goggins, but it was he wasn't enough. I didn't even get to the point where he shows up. <laughs> I was like, I don't care, I don't fucking care. I was like, delete, delete from my hard drive, like smash my computer. I was like, I don't want there to ever be a record of me trying to watch Tomb Raider ever. Um, but more importantly, now that we're almost through the year. We're like literally around the corner from new video game, like the new video game time frame, where it's like 900 titles come out within like two months of each other. And they're all $60 and you have to like pick and choose which ones you're going to spend your hundreds of dollars on. And it's like the worst decision of your life because whatever you pick is never the right one. Yeah. Um, you like pick up Assassin's Creed and everyone's like, this one sucks. You should have gotten Spider-Man or like whatever. But are you looking forward to any video games this year or coming up? Obviously, like, I know you are, but which ones are you looking forward to? Uh, Spider-Man, uh, Red Dead, uh, the Spyro remaster. Which just got pushed back, but it looks like it's, like, like three weeks back or something like that. I, gotta look. I keep forgetting what's coming out. There's so many things. There's, um... Technically not this year. It's going to be January, but Kingdom Hearts 3, which is like 10 years in the making. So I'll likely die before it comes out. Uh, (laughs) Day before Kingdom Hearts 3, dude, I'm like crossing the street to go reserve at GameStop and just a bus hits me. And uh, my dying wish is like, somebody bring me my PlayStation and a copy of Kingdom Hearts. And they'll be like, no, it's all sold out. You should have pre-ordered. I was like, that's why I died. (laughs) So, make a wish foundations like bring me Kingdom Hearts, please. Um, also, yeah. uh, Fallout seventy six, which I don't even care about the MMO aspect. I I just want to get on and I just want to wreck shit. Yeah, like more destructible environments, more buildable environments. I just want to fly around in a hover pack, fucking Brotherhood of Steel mech suit and just just rip you know, people's settlements apart, dude. I hope that's how it goes down. I hope it's not like everyone's an NPC, but you can like interact with them, but you can't really interact with them. Well, it's, there's no NPCs. Everybody that's online is playing, but um, yeah, that's going to be dope. I can't believe we have another Fallout game already. It feels like four was last year, but it wasn't. It was like three years ago <laughs> or two years ago. I was expecting another Elder Scrolls before another Fallout. Dude. Because, uh, did you watch the E3 coverage for, for Bethesda that night on Sunday? Yeah. 
And it was like the whole night, it was like, we have one more thing to show you. And it was like, don't care, don't care, don't care. And then at the end, he was like, and we couldn't like leave without telling you this. And it was due to, as soon as I heard like the medieval music kick in, I was like, I was like, no, it's because they'd been talking about shitty Elder Scrolls spinoffs the whole night, like the card game and the new like Skyrim for your phone. And uh, I kicked in and I was like, all right. And then I saw like the wide open view. And my literally my first thought was, well, we will not see it this generation. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like five years from now. Um, but it was enough for me to just like want to flip a table and just like warp into the future for the PlayStation Five, which I'm sure will cost nine hundred dollars when it comes out. <laughs> like nine hundred dollars plus a hundred dollars for Elder Scrolls Six. I'm good. I'll pay it thousand bucks today. But Spider-Man's going to be incredible. I've, like, been waiting, and it's we're, like, a week a week and a half away at this point. Yeah. Um, it's going to be... Dude, it's probably going to be the best game of the year to date, and then Red Dead will probably push it out. Yeah. That, yeah you watched the gameplay trailer, I assume? I did. Yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> it's, uh... My only regret is that they didn't remaster, like truly remaster it for the PS4. So I think you can play it if you want to pay the 25 bucks to play PS Now for the first one for just Red Dead, not not Revolver. No one talks about Revolver. Um, but just the first Red Dead. I wanted to replay it in like 4K or whatever, and they didn't do it, which I think is a huge missed opportunity. Yeah. And I also haven't played it since like the, the 360 era was when I beat it. It was on the Xbox 360. Um, but I don't even care, dude. It's going to be incredible. I'm going to spend all my time fucking playing poker like I did on the last one. Um, but it's, it's like literally it it might be one of the best looking games on the PS4. It's probably gonna be one of the best games and it'll finally push GTA five out of being the number one seller every month for PlayStation for the last two years. Yeah. I got bored of that game. (laughs) Dude, I I turn it on and I turn it right back off. But online is not that fun. I get online and I like drop in and there's like people already doing stuff. So then I don't know how to join them. I don't know how to like join their like group because there's like dudes that are like driving cars around. So naturally I get jealous and I just find the best weapon I can and I just start shooting at cars as they drive by. And then I try and kill everyone else on the map and the people just like leave or they try and kill me and they kill me because they have millions of dollars and better weapons. And I just like turn it off and I'm like, this game sucks. (laughs) That's all GTAs. Like GTA 4, turn it on, couple couple shots at a taxi and I'm like, eh, I'm done. Turn it back off. But I don't think we'll, uh, I don't think we'll ever see a GTA 6, man. They don't need to. They'll just keep Milking five until the end of time. Yeah. Oh, I hope they don't do that with uh, Red Dead Online or whatever. I mean, it looks like there's going to be some like varied online components. Did you ever play the first one online? There were like a bunch of different modes. A couple times, but I don't remember <clears throat> it like at all. There was there was one um, that was incredible. It was like 
it would drop you and like eight other guys into this really tiny town. And it was like, you had to like run from building to building and like grab like sacks of gold and run back to the, like your base or whatever. Dude, but it was like straight mayhem. Like, it, like, cause they, like, it was all the weapons were unlocked. So we had like dudes like with like rifles sitting on buildings and like guys with like shotguns, like doom style, just like running into buildings and like shooting your face off and, I don't think I ever won a game of it, but it was incredible. It was straight up incredible. And then the, anything zombies related after the DLC was was fire. But now the, there's like every single game is zombies related. It seems like. <clears throat> um, so now talked about movies we've seen, games we're trying to play. I have no idea how long we've been talking. A half hour. Yeah. Um. What else, man? I have, a, I have a story I was going to save until the end, but if we're trying in the interest of keeping it under 45, 45 seconds, hello, goodbye, um, 45 minutes, I'll just throw it out there because it's, it's almost as good as um, our trip to the fight, the St. Albans fight. Yeah. Um, and, and both of them end with me almost dying, so that's always good. Um, so I was, I was in Colorado uh, two weeks ago, a week ago, whatever, and I don't know if you have been to like that part of the Midwest where like Boston is at sea level, like so not a big deal. Yeah. Where we were at in Colorado, like Denver and Boulder, they're already about a mile up. So it's like 6,000 feet. So like the air is really thin um, and it's way harder to breathe than it should be, especially if you're like a fatty. <laughs> like I got off the plane and was like wiping Cheeto dust out of my beard. And then I started wheezing and I was like, well, that's not good. Um, so I was there for a wedding and part of the wedding was that we were going to hike up this mountain, hike this mountain, do a ceremony on top camp, hike back down and then like do like a big ceremony for everybody. And like, I've been like going to the gym and I'm like feeling better and I like feel like I'm in better shape, but we, we started like packing for this, this camping trip, dude. And like everyone had to carry their own shit up, which is not what I'm used to. I'm used to like camping, like you drive and then you park your car and you get out and you like set the tent up and you're like, we're camping. Yeah. No, dude, I had like a, like a hundred pound backpack on. So on top of me already being like 300 pounds, I had like, my legs had to like lug my fat ass in a hundred pound, like bag up two miles of like straight mountain. So we started hiking. It takes forever. We get to the top. The air is so thin that when you breathe, like when you breathe in, like you take a deep breath and it doesn't feel like you're actually breathing. You have to like, like keep forcing yourself to go. So anyways, I got up there and I was, I was dehydrated. I hadn't drank any water. I had like one little bottle of water. I thought I'd be fine. We get to the top. We're like two miles up, thin as fuck. We're above the tree line. There's like no trees or natural vegetation. It's just like rocks and water. And we start setting our tent up. And I'm like, man, I really, I really don't feel good. I was like, I feel kind of sick. I feel like I'm going to fucking barf. Like I'm going to barf. And it just got worse and worse and worse. And so I'm sitting like on this rock and I'm like, I don't know if I'm about to fucking die, but I'm pretty sure this is what it feels like when you're about to die. Um, And everyone's like, oh, it's altitude sickness, which like if you go up too high or you're not acclimated, whatever, it's like your body like totally just like freaks out because it's not getting enough oxygen. So we're starting to make dinner and I'm like literally can feel like 
this vice grip on my brain. Dude, it, it felt like a fucking Sasquatch was like squeezing my brain. And I was like, I'm, I literally was like, I'm about to fucking die on this mountain. Like I can't breathe. My head hurts. I'm like trying to vomit, but I can't eat. And so I go lay down in the tent and I like lay down and I put my head down and it, it literally, I was like, I, I, dude, I stopped breathing. I literally like stopped breathing. I couldn't breathe. And uh, every time I'd fall asleep, I would like stop breathing. And so I like jolt awake. And it was like, try to vomit, try to sleep, try to vomit, try to sleep, try to vomit, try to sleep. And I'm like on this mountain. There's no way we're coming down. It's middle of the, like middle of the night. And I'm just like lying in my tent with a pillow made of like a scrunched up ball of clothes and a book. I'm like crying. I'm like, oh, I don't want to be here. I'm like crying profusely. I like couldn't handle it. Like my head hurts so bad. And then there's no fresh water up there. So whenever you want to drink, which I desperately needed to do, I fucking needed water more than anything. You had to go stand in the middle of this like creek and like fucking hand pump water into a little, like through a little tube into a bottle. And then you drink it and you're like, I'm pretty sure I can still taste fucking pond scum. So I know I'm going to get sick from this. And uh, so like, it's like middle of the night. I'm like crying, standing in the water, pumping water, <laughs> trying not to like head fucking killing me. I'm in like shorts. It's like 25 degrees. And it's uh, so all night like that, dude. We wake up the next morning and I come down and like as the, so the cure for altitude sickness is to just to come down off the mountain. And so we're like hiking back and with like every 15 minutes I'm starting to feel better. We get to the bottom and I'm like, dude, I'm like, Oh, I can breathe again. This is awesome. And uh, we left like two hours before everyone else in our group or like an hour before our group. And it took us so long to hike down that when we got back to our car, the group that left an hour behind us literally was at their car. Also like same route didn't pass each other just right behind us the whole time. And so the whole theme of that wedding, what like, because I was there for a wedding, was that it was like, hi, like, my name's Chris. We've never met before. Yes, I'm the guy that almost died on the mountain. <laughs> and, like, it just, like, just became this thing. So the, the, the advice that I have for everybody is, one, don't go to Colorado. Two, don't go hiking in Colorado. And three, don't go hiking at all. Um, <laughs> none of those things are good for you. But conversely for Colorado, Colorado is, like, the Wild West when it comes to, like, drugs like nobody gives a fuck there and uh you know it's not legal in mass so i shouldn't say it too much we should put like one of those uh like a fucking pixelated thing over me and like change my voice while i'm talking about it but we went into a dispensary because they're like literally it's like oh like family restaurant dispensary another restaurant dispensary like and all the names are terrible there's like starbuds there's like colorado weed masters and we went to a place called Trill. I was like, I haven't heard the word Trill used in like 10 years. You go in uh, and there, it's like, they have like two, dude, you go in and there's a woman behind a desk that's like totally secure. You walk up and she's like, I need your IDs. She looks at them. She like scans them in, makes sure they're real. And she's like, do you have a prescription? It's like, no, we're just visiting. And there's, you sit down and there's two doors behind you, solid wood, one is blasting like trap music and the other one is like you, i only got a glimpse of it it was like solid white sterile it looked like 
you had been abducted by fucking aliens and you were just in like a white operating room with just like weed on the wall. And so we sit there and a guy comes up to get us and he's like, you guys going in here? And we're like, yeah. So we walk in and it's like fucking Jimi Hendrix posters everywhere. <laughs> like fucking like multicolored mushrooms and like, like weird fridges full of like, like THC drinks that are like $95. So I'm like, this is fucking crazy. And on the wall, there's like all of these different like edibles and stuff or like straight up weed, whatever you want to get. It's like, well, I don't smoke. Like I literally don't smoke. And uh, I was like, well, let's, I was like, let's get fucked up. Like this is Colorado. <laughs> let's get loose. So we're like, well, I want that. And it's like, oh, that's sold out. Well, I want that one. It's sold out. So like by a process of elimination, we get these like lemon wafer cookies that are like a hundred milligrams of THC. I don't know if that's a lot. The woman looked at me and she said, do you smoke? I was like, no. And she was like, maybe try a little bit of the cookie. I was like, whatever, bitch. You don't know what you're talking about. And so we buy our $30 box of like weed Girl Scout cookies or whatever. And we get back to where we're staying. And uh, the woman's like, eat half a cookie. And if you don't feel it, like maybe pop the other half. Like, I don't know. She's like, didn't really seem to know or care. And I was going to a bachelor party that night. And so I like ate a little bit of it. And then I waited like 20 minutes. Like, well, I don't feel anything. I'm going to eat the rest of this. So I like cram the rest of the cookie in my mouth, eat it. And then it's like, oh, it's time to go to this bachelor party. And I'm in the car, not driving during any of this. I'm in the back seat and people are talking to me. And I realized that my mouth is like, it's like filled with marbles. I like couldn't talk. And so they're like, Chris, what do you do for work? And I literally was like, oh, 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 oh. And they're like, that's weird. <laughs> and like, our conversation's over. And so we get to this like really nice restaurant, like like $40 a plate, like restaurant, like place I don't belong at all. And there's like $25 like whiskey cocktails. So I started drinking them, like whatever, because I'm not paying for the bill. And like halfway through dinner, I like, suddenly became aware that I was really fucked up <laughs> and like, but I couldn't tell if it was the high altitude and the whiskey or if it was the gigantic weed cookie I'd eaten or some variation of the two. But I just like suddenly became very aware that like I'm sitting there. I hadn't said a word for like 15 minutes and I was just like fucked up trying to eat pork chops. <laughs> Which is, and like, <laughs> like the fucking pork chop on the bone and I'm just like picking it up and I was like I don't I don't know what to do I was like trying to suck the meat off of it and people are talking to me and I'm just like I fucking don't have any idea what we're talking about so the night kept going and then they were like well we're done with dinner let's go to a bar and I'm like I'm fucking beyond messed up at this point like I like want to go home and just like go to bed like I can't walk right now I don't know what's going on. Like, I've never felt this before. I don't know what was in those cocktails. I was like, oh, wait, it was the weed cookie. And uh, so we go to this bar, and uh, they're like 20 minutes to closing. And so they're like, what do you want? Everyone's just like ordering like cocktails really fast. And I'm looking at the menu, and it's like a full-service menu. And so I ordered a fucking brownie sundae that was the size of a football without knowing that it was the size of a football. And uh, so the, the guy's like, are you sure? 
And I was like, yeah, brownie, please. He's like, okay. He's like, would you like water? And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> and like, he's like, he brings his fucking massive brownie out. And it's like, he puts it in front of me and like they close in like five minutes. I'm fucked up. So I'm like trying to eat this brownie. There's brownie everywhere, whipped cream everywhere, like fucking fudge and nuts everywhere. People are like throwing their cocktails back. They all work for Google. They're all rich as fuck. And I'm like, I like this brownie's really nice. Like trying to eat this brownie. And then I so finally we get back home. And I'm like, I'm so fucked up right now. I was like, I need to go to bed. So naturally I went downstairs and ate another cookie. And I woke up like 15 hours later. So, <laughs> so the secondary portion of the story is if you go to Colorado, listen to what the lady says. She knows what she's talking about. She did not tell me to eat two cookies within two hours. She was like, for you, half is fine. And I was like, two of them, it's fine. And I literally woke up and almost a full day had passed. So, so don't ever do that again. And the worst part is we had these things that we couldn't, we couldn't put them anywhere because we were flying back afterwards. And I was so paranoid that like, if even the tiniest crumb of weed cookie touched like my shorts, that like the canine was going to just like rip me out of line. And like, they were just going to beat the fuck out of me. Like, where's the weed? And I was like, it's just a cookie. <laughs> like, I don't know. So I was really nervous. So then I was like hyper paranoid flying back that the, the, the dogs at Logan were going to fucking tear me to shreds. And it didn't help that I ate, you know, ate a lot of weed cookies while I was there. <laughs> don't ever do that. Secondly, when is Massachusetts going to pass recreational? Cause I'm trying to buy some weed cookies. But, but uh, they're still waiting on some food. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, don't eat two weed cookies in two hours is the story. But yeah, man, I think uh, episode 32 is a good start. We should just record just record Friday at 10 o'clock every week uh, and have it be ready for Saturday or Sunday. But I don't, I don't know that we have a good title for this one. I'll leave you to, to work your magic. You've managed to make something out of nothing when we typically have nothing to work with. Still hasn't put the last two up, like the audio versions. Oh, word? I haven't even... Because we're out of space, right? Yeah. We could probably stand to take some other ones down, I guess, or... Yeah, I was looking into other options. Well, I need to look into other options. Do you have... Do you, like, ultimately, because as we take episodes down, do you have all of the other ones saved somewhere so there is a full archive? Yeah, I have everything. All right. You're in the lost ones. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was showing somebody the podcast the other day, and I was like, if you have to listen to one episode, like... And then I started looking at what was available and it like skips around a lot. It's like one, two, three, six, eight, 11, 15, 19, 21, 22, 23. Yeah. And it's like, I don't, I don't even remember those episodes we took down because they were the reason we took them down is they weren't good. But bro Rogan uh, is like the standby. I listen to that and still laugh hard as fuck every time. And um, I went through and listened to a lot of our episodes kind of just like, skipping through the top fives because like it's not new to me yeah. but there's some good shit and you can get our podcasts on stitcher overcast i think itunes or apple music whatever it is now uh podomatic if anyone in the world even looks at that anymore three years ago was the standard but 
yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep it regular and we'll do shorter episodes so we won't have to come up with as much content. But for next time, um, we'll we'll plan in advance and I'll build something around it. But it's a good welcome back episode. It's been a long time. Could be called Welcome Back Cotter. Uh, could be called, you know, I almost fucking died on that mountain. <laughs> it could be called Lady Said Don't Eat Two Weed Cookies, but I did. Anything you want, man. But yeah, let's just we'll just do Friday nights, Saturday nights, and uh, get it weekly. And then we'll try and make some money. We'll try and get some Casper ads up in this bitch. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I don't know. How did we used to sign off? Was it, uh, it was okay, bye? Okay, bye. Yeah. Is that what we're working with still? Yeah, I usually say it after you uh, go off. All right, man. I guess that's the end of the episode. But uh, okay, bye. <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> I'll work. I'll work on a new closing phrase for the next one. <laughs> All right. Later, man. See ya.